Hello, everyone. We're back for your favorite podcast of the week. It's Location Weekly. It's episode number 584. We are recording on August the 30th. Yes, the month is almost done. And it'll be fall and school and all those things that we're all looking forward to. I know. No, we're not. We want more summer. Anyhow, um, we're here and Abriana's uh, back from... Uh, her vacation and it's also her birthday today so happy birthday abriana how are you what's happening i'm great vacation was amazing didn't didn't want to return almost um but you know it was a great trip it was beautiful um taking the catamaran around the british virgin islands and um yeah just you know snorkeling and seeing lots of beautiful things um and new adventures so very grateful for that time away i am sure you and rob had a great time last week though yes thanks to rob for filling in it was good and uh you know it was one of those like whenever rob comes on the show it's it, it's it almost doubles the length of the, of the, the episode because he talks and it's good and we just get like engaged but it was fun and uh hopefully he'll uh, i i implored him to join us so that we can have all three of us on this uh you know for an episode soon that would be fun um but uh yeah it was good yeah i agree it's always fun to have three of us lots of friendly banter and different opinions um but thank you rob for for jumping in so i could enjoy a disconnected vacation <laughs> yeah so as per usual, we have four stories uh, that we want to highlight this week. Uh, and as always, I'll let Aubriana kick us off. All right. Well, let's start with some um, very healthy snacks, Doritos. And they have launched an interesting campaign across most of the social media, um, you know, mobile apps here, but specifically with Snapchat. So now they have launched what they're calling a triangle tracker. So this is a lens that's on Snapchat and you can use AR to scan real world objects that are in the shape of a triangle and it flips them into Doritos. So think of like the Louvre or, you know, um, probably lots of other things that you can think of that I that I can't be creative with right now in my mind. But users can, can try out this feature and they can receive a code that they can use to redeem for different merchandise and snack products, and then the potential to win a $250,000 grand prize. Um, they're also adding to the fun with some interactions on uh, TikTok and, um, you know, they're, they're bringing in like logos from other brands like Guess, Xbox, um, you know, so you can have like a a custom chip themed jean jacket from Gas, or you can win a Doritos controller skin for your Xbox handle. Um, and then if you did watch the MTV Video Music Awards just a couple of days ago, rapper Offset from Migos was highlighting these triangles peppered around the broadcast as well. So um, they've also done some building takeovers, one in Atlanta, uh, one in here in New York, uh, one in Memphis, Tennessee at the Bass Pro Shop. So you know, think of all the different, I guess, you know, angular buildings that you perhaps have in your town and, and turning that into a giant Dorito trip uh, chip. So they've also done some work with Fortnite, and this is not necessarily in collaboration with them or partnership with them, but um, I know that you can kind of build into that game as well. So they've engaged with fans there. Um, I mean, overall, this is like, it's interesting. They're trying to 
bridge and merge those digital and physical worlds. I think this is fun. I like that they're giving some rewards in terms of like exchanging it for snacks or um, merch and, you know, promoting the brand that way and then promoting engagement. Uh, you know, I still, I feel like every time we talk about these stories though, I have the same question. I really want to know who wins the grand prizes from like the chips and the soda and the candy. Like, I really want to know if you know anybody who has ever won a prize, please let me know. Um, because I haven't, <laughs> I've yet to meet anybody. Uh, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, I think this is fun. Like, you know, is it groundbreaking or, or shattering? No, but um, it, it is fun and it's engaging. So bringing that into more than just a filter, um, you know, as a snap lens, like, you know, eating something specific as those mini snap lenses have shown in those collaborations. I think this is a, a more interactive way to, to get people out and, and search and find fun things. They also did this really cool thing that with the building takeovers, so consumers who posted like the boldest videos of those building takeovers, um, they were able to tag Doritos and post hashtag Doritos triangle tracker um, on TikTok and they could claim cash prizes. So lots of fun happening. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's super interesting. Uh, I like the sort of simplicity of, you know, the real world angles around this, uh, you know, finding locations, finding places where there's, you know, buildings or things that are in triangle shapes and then using that filter to kind of turn them into, you know, social media engagement. So I like the sort of the blend between the real world and the sort of uh, virtual world in that sense. Uh, I think the Fortnite thing is also interesting. Um, you know, so they've got this um, kind of bot that, you know, the uh, you can swap triangles to, you know, see in the games with chips, um, like like in real world. So, so it sort of flips back and forth. Um, so I think we're seeing a lot of brands, you know, experimenting. We've talked about this a little bit between the metaverse and, and um, you know, the real world and kind of, you know, what are, you know what's the engagement look like across the, both of those. And I think there's a lot of, you know, it's early days and there's a lot of measurement yet to come. So, but I like that they're, they're kind of doing this on, on a number of different levels. And, you know, it's not just Snapchat, there's a TikTok piece to this. There's, you know, uh, artists like you mentioned with Offset and others that are, you know, helping drive awareness around this. So I think there's a, you know, a lot of good um, collaboration as well. Like when you talk about bringing in, you know, non-competitive brands like Guess or Xbox or things like that, that also have triangles. Uh, excuse me, in their, uh, you know, sort of branding and makeup, uh, I think that's smart, right? And you can kind of, you know, win over potentially fans from other brands that, you know, maybe, you know, weren't engaged with you. So, um, and kind of leverage each other's social media presence. So I think that's super interesting. And, and um, you know, I, I, I'm intrigued to kind of uh, watch and see kind of where, where it goes from here. But it's kind of cool. It is, but don't you feel the need that whenever you talk about offset, like you just need to pepper in random sounds like, you know, just here and there. I don't know if you ever listened to his music, but yeah, yeah. I feel like that's what I should just interject that throughout the stories for the rest of the session today. <laughs> uh, yes, do it. All right. Let's make it happen. Um, okay, so we're on to uh, our second story. And um, this one's kind of interesting. It's local here in Toronto where I am. 
and uh, there's uh, an iconic uh, record store here in Toronto called, uh, I'm talking about vinyl now, uh, Sonic Boom Records. Um, been around for a long time. They're known for like really, really cool window displays. They've had a lot of celebrities come in and kind of dig around for, you know, vinyl. Uh, like guys like Elton John and people like that have been there. Um, occasionally, they also sell uh, something called uh, burial singles, uh, like which are like you know secret records kind of thing. Um, so the, like the, these people have been around for like a super long time. It's probably the best known you know, record store now uh, in the city. Uh, it's been the backdrop for you know like for filming for you know movie and TV series as well over the years. Uh, and I just know that you know, being here in Toronto. But what we're talking about today is they've launched something new called Phonomat. And Phonomat is a randomized uh, vending machine that spits out uh, records. It's the first of its kind. Uh, it's retro styled, like so it looks old school, designed and built by a local guy here in Toronto called Craig Small, who previously built something similar uh, uh, for books. Um, and I think what's what I like about it is is that um, you basically have to go up to like kind of the you know the cashier uh, at Sonic Boom and you get these custom tokens uh, that you can buy there and then basically you go up to this this vending machine uh, and you press a button for your choice of whether you want a seven or twelve inch record and then basically you pop your token in and away you go and it's it's completely randomized you don't know what you're gonna get. It's not like a jukebox where you're like sorting through and choosing the thing. A surprise record comes out of the machine. Um, and then um, the, the other part of it that's, that I think is really interesting is, is to, in order to drive traffic to this and engagement to get people to want to do this, especially collectors, um, they have uh, included in these um, you know, randomized records that pop out of the machine something called uh, branded OB sashes. So obi sashes are these printed strips uh, that are prized in particular by Japanese, uh, um, you know, record collectors or Japanese issued vinyl. Um, and it, it, it's a, like a marking that, that, um, that basically like, you know, has some, you know, so printing on it, uh, on, on this sort of paper strip. Um, and it's, uh, they're, they're limited edition, they're collector item things, and they're, there's, they're sort of hiding these in the in the vending machine along with the other stuff, so you have a chance to kind of get your hands on, you know, one of these things. So I think it's kind of cool. Um, you know, obviously you can't get more location based than a vending machine, um, you know. But I like that there's this sort of randomized element to it, and you know, there's still engagement with the store. You have to go get a token, and things like that. So I think it's kind of interesting. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, I'm a sucker for vinyl, so I have a a small yet like pretty okay collection so far I'm just getting started I would say um but I inherited a lot of like great vinyl records from um mostly from my in-laws and just had like built, built upon it over the years so this to me would be really fun I like the experience of going into the store and you know such an iconic store at that and you know most of the time I think some getting something random when it comes to music would be you know, I might stump my nose at that. However, I think this is likely a very curated uh, collection that's here within this vending machine. So I highly doubt that you're going to get anything really terrible. Um, you know, in terms of the, the 
I can't remember what you even said they were called, but the, you know, finding those other things, I have no clue about any of that. So that would be um, something probably less important to me, but I think it would be a fun experience to, to go to check out the store, to get the token, like have that unique um, surprise me. So uh, yeah, if you want to send me a birthday gift and you're in Toronto, I would gladly accept a vinyl <laughs> from the bibliomat. <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so I, th I think it's cool. I'm going to go try it out this later this week. Uh, I'm going to go down to the store and kind of give it a go and buy a token and see what I get. Yeah. Um, why not? Right. Um, seems seems pretty cool. So uh, looking forward to doing that. Amazing. Um, all right, well, let's switch gears a little bit over to QR codes. And I know that we talk about different interactions and the growth and, you know, I would say like steady yet slow incremental growth that we've seen in QR codes over the years, specifically throughout the pandemic and using them for, you know, menus and forms and all of those things. Well, now Instagram is allowing um, reels and posts and location to be shared through QR codes. Um, so, you know, this is interesting to me because they, they're allowing users to share anyone's posts through this QR code. So, um, you know, there, it can also be searched through the searchable maps experience, sharing a QR code that, that is, you know, representative of a specific location. And while we typically are sharing posts through like those, you know, a DM or through a URL, if we're sending it via text, um, you know, these could be effective for marketing campaigns. So think of probably like, you know, out of home media and being able to scan something that then goes into a post or interact interactive. Uh, they give the example of the Coinbase Super Bowl ad and highlighting businesses. Um, you know, so I think that the goal here is really for it to be easier for people and businesses to share specific content. And when I think of people, I don't think of people like, myself and how I use um, Instagram likely, but more influencers or uh, perhaps musicians, you know, to be able to share upcoming things. Because when you're on your phone and you're on a mobile app, like you're not really scrolling to scan something, but if you are out and you are engaging with um, a location or, you know, perhaps the Sonic Boom record store and being able to scan a QR code there, uh, you know, and being able to link into specific profiles and tags and locations and reels and all of those things. I think that's, um, it's a good business application mostly, but I don't see this as a great consumer, um, consumer engagement, yes, but like one-to-one, -one, you and I sharing it with each other, likely not. Um, so I think this is, you know, it's a good development is it the end all be all? No, but I do think it's easier to be able to engage with QR codes in the real world than it is to have to type in and search for an Instagram handle. So I like that aspect and ease of use there. Um, and I like that it can take you to specific content from like a real perspective or even a location perspective. Um, so I could see this being used for things like you know, we talked about a scavenger hunt, right? Like being able to move you from one location to the next or be able to tell a story um, that's more interactive that you can scan different QR codes along a specific journey while you're in the real world. So I think there's good, uh, good applications for this um, more so like on campaign and business side. Yeah, I, I mean, I agree with everything you said. Like, I think it's, um, you know, it's just a way of, of, of engagement now, right? Like we're so used to, 
in these last few years in particular, you know, scanning QR codes to, to open a site or to launch a, you know, a survey or to do whatever. And I think, um, you know, adding this as a way to share your reel or your post or your location, uh, I think makes sense. I like that they made it very simple as well, where you can kind of, you know, just go to the three dot menu and there's an option right there um, in Instagram to, you know, um, create the QR code or you can apparently you on your um, on the web, you can just do a slash QR at the end of your URL and it will generate a QR code as well. Um, so I think, you know, like the simplicity of and the ease of sort of implementation of this, I think makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I'm with you on the, I think it's, you know, more likely to be used from a campaign perspective. But yeah, I, I can I can see where, you know, maybe um, it might eliminate a step or two for people uh, like in your friend network to, you know, instead of, you know, launching the snap map and then looking around or whatever, you know, or things like that um, to be able to just, you know, scan the QR code and, and know where, you know, so-and-so is. Um, so, you know, I, I think that could be good. Um, yeah, but, but I think it's, there's a lot you can do with this, whether it's scavenger hunts or, you know, sort of, you know, creating real world experiences that are, you know, in, you know, initiated by the scan of a QR code that then link back to, you know, some sort of content. And, and as you were talking, I was thinking back to, if you remember, um, years ago, we covered a number of different, uh, platforms that were, you know, audio, um, uh, content that were tagged to, to specific locations. But in this case, if you think about the idea of a reel, and having that, you know, real maybe, you know, geotagged to a location for others to discover that, you know, maybe is initiated by a brand uh, and left at a certain location with a QR code there. I think those kinds of things become really interesting um, in terms of, you know, sort of finding content out in the real world, um, you know, that's place-based. So I, I think there's some opportunities here. Yeah, for sure. Okay, on to our final story now. So, um, Ecom Express uh, is a um, last mile delivery uh, provider in India, and they have announced a new partnership with What Three Words. Now, we've covered What Three Words many times on this show over the years. If you're not familiar with it, it's a kind of a, a new world uh, method for uh, addressing uh, a location, like a physical location. Uh, address if you will so instead of having a you know, zip code or postal code or you know things like that it's basically um, a precise delivery um, you know area that's defined to three meters square and those three meters are then defined by a, a made-up you know set of three words so it could be like you know um, Tokyo dumpling you know noodle or something whatever um, you know, whatever, but it, it's, it's three words that then belong to a, a three meter square point in the world. And so they're doing this in India now with Ecom Express. Um, and the idea is to just be more accurate and be more responsive, uh, get the, you know, whatever the product is that needs to be delivered to the, to the end consumer out as quickly and as efficiently as possible. And in, in a market like India, where you have dense population, you have, you know, uh, things all over the place, not just, you know, you know, uh, stores and restaurants and things like we have here in North America, but, 
you know, a, a, a store that might need a delivery might be, you know, a vendor on the side of a road, um, you know, that needs, you know, ran out of product and needs something delivered real time um, to, you know, keep fulfilling orders. And so that may not have a, a, a formal address like we know it, uh, you know, but it may have a what three word address that, you know, Ecom Express then can deliver to. So I think there's a lot of potential in, in this, especially in a market like India. Um, what three words is available on iOS and Android and online. Um, it's also available in 51 languages, uh, including 12 South Asian languages. Uh, you know, the most sort of common ones spoken in India. Um, so I think it, it has a lot of potential here to really make Ecom Express's business, you know, much more efficient um, and, uh, you know, help them, you know, be ready to grow and succeed uh, when they're already a dominant player. Yeah, it seems like we're talking about these types of partnerships with What3Words a lot. It makes a lot of sense, especially in uh, more rural areas or like you mentioned, just areas where there's not an exact address or perhaps guiding to a specific entrance. Um, I love all of these applications, and I would say, what was it, uh, Dumpling Tokyo Noodle sounds like a place I would like to go, so <laughs> got me in for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's, let's do it. Um, yeah, so, uh, I mean, I think all of these stories uh, this week, you know, kind of speak to, uh, you know, just the, the continued need for, you know, technology innovation and application, and you know, the power of, of location data um, and whether you're sharing the data or you're using the data to, you know, facilitate a, you know, a better transaction. Uh, you know, it's, we know it's, it's central to almost everything we're doing today in, in business and in technology. Um, so, and even in our personal lives. So anyways, that's the uh, show for this week. Four great stories. Thank you everybody for listening and watching. We appreciate it. If you have story ideas, please reach out to us. Uh, or feedback. We'll take it all. Um, and that's, that's a wrap. Episode 584 of Location Weekly. We'll see you next week, everybody. Have a great week. Bye. Bye.